Welcome. I'm Therese Padegian, host and founder of Soulful Practices in Business. In this podcast, we have conversations that are created in the moment about managing business and practice life for soulful, intuitive practitioners. Start a class with, with 50 people and they're staring at you and they think you have a PowerPoint and you have like all of these things to say, right? But uh, in reality, you don't really know. So that's good. Cool. Well, that's good. So. Let us so I'm just here. I'm here. I'm open, and and uh, we, yeah, we can we can we can journey wherever you want to go. Beautiful. And everyone, hello. Today I've got the most fabulous John Martinez here with me on these chats. And I was saying to John, I'm like, John, how do I introduce you? I haven't looked like I have. I have met John in Barcelona, and I went to the Dow Chiropractic, an amazing, amazing seminar, which I highly recommend to every practitioner to go to, student and practitioner. Um, uh, in Barcelona with uh, with Eric and it was just it was just phenomenal and from there I'm like man this is so inspirational and when I had a list of all the people that I wanted to um to come on I'm like I need to have John so I, I extend the invite and he's like yeah I'm here and I'm like John how do I introduce him he's like well it's just like life it's just like clinic I'm here um let's see what evolves so John thank you so much for being with us hey thank you for having me so i can we just start where are you by the way where in the world are you right now location uh i'm in this little town i live in colorado it's ridgeway ridgeway colorado it's actually snowing right now so um yeah i, I say that because it's been spring it's kind of funny it's like yesterday was in the 70s and and today it's it's snowing so i'm, I'm here in i'm in i'm in ridgeway and so i have a I have a practice here. I live here full time. And then I have a practice in, in Denver that I am still there part time. So okay. I, I split time between the two places. So, yeah. Do you know how I would like, actually, yeah. how I'd like to start is what does practice look like for you? What does practice look like for yeah. me? Um, well, it's, I guess, I don't know. Maybe we have to refine your question. Like in, in what way? Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let, let's bring it down to what does day-to-day practice look like? So where my question came from, it's how, how many days? So when you said you had two different, the two different locations, it's how many days oh, yeah, yeah. you work, yeah. um, you know, are you, uh, how many tables do you run, how many shifts, kind of just like that. Yeah. Basic. Mm. yeah. Um, let's see, where to go? I'm just kind of like catching up here. Um, so yeah, here, here in Ridgeway, like, I, I don't know how many people are in this town. I call it a village, but it's like less than, I don't know, maybe a thousand people. So, um, this is kind of a, there's a whole bunch of little towns or little, little villages, they call them, and they make up kind of a, a larger community here. So I take care of several different communities and, and here in my space, let's see, I work, uh, two to three days a week and I work four tables as you asked. And then, and then in Denver, uh, similar kind of setup, I work up to six tables. So, mm. and then I usually schedule myself for usually with people for four to six hours, four to six hours. And, and that's, that's it. So, yeah. Beautiful. But how does practice look for me? I mean, yeah. it's, yeah, go ahead. No, no, you go. Um, well, the thing, 
Yeah, the thing that the thing that came up for me, I guess, is uh, what I share often, and that was when I early as a student, it was you know kind of why I would kind of fade in and out, you know, my attention with with uh, in my business classes and the and and I, I learned quickly that even the philosophy classes in school became there were more business classes or preparing you for practice. And um, so I had that and I also had the experience and I had a short time to observe my first, my first chiropractic teacher and how he was running his practice. And he was, I guess, relatively new into practice. He was in his first like five years of practice. Um, so I got to observe that. And I guess the end conclusion I, I made or had was, you know, what is the end result or what is the end um, arrival point that somebody that's been doing this for 40 years, 50 years, 20 years, like what's the end result of all of their, their um, cumulative experience? So, and could I, was that logical and practical for me to, to enter into the first day of practice? So I can't say my practice has changed too much from, from the beginning. So I still practice in that same way. And that's really just a, just a, a radical simplicity. Mm-hmm. So it may not seem simple to you. So that's simple as, as that pertains to me, right? And like what's, what's simple and logical to me. Um, but that's kind of the thing I observe with people that have been in practice for a long time is that their practices and their communication and, and their, their methods have just become extremely simple. So um, that's really my philosophy as far as practice and business. I don't have long drawn out care plans and, and, and things with people. It's, it's you know, relatively short term in terms of our agreements and our commitments together. And really I'm committed to just the, to the, to the moment and being with people in that moment. So um, yeah. Wow, I love that. I love the two questions that you asked. The first one was, what is the end point? Um, you know, for those who have been in for so many years. And the, and the second thing is simple. Simplicity is the most beautiful thing. And I think for me, um, it's like the simple art of connection or the simple art of just just doing, like, just simple. I don't, like, I love that word. And um and for me, how it's like the simplicity came when I understood me and my practice even more. So it's kind of like I sometimes somehow asked a question within my head. I don't know what that was, but for you, it was like, what's, well, when you shared what is the end point, it felt like it, that may have been like, wow, there's a question in there in my head that kind of allowed me to mm-hmm. just go, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm here, mm-hmm. let me connect. What's the simplest thing that we mm-hmm. can do? And um, I totally resonate with the with the short term. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm just like five treatments. That's it. And then if we're going to do more, we're going to do more. And that's just uh, of how I practice and where I'm at at the moment. So I quite enjoy that. I really yeah, do. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and I think I think life life will definitely and as in my own life, right? We could go into detail about that or not. But life's going to bring you the experiences that you need in order to to really, um, to really fulfill that, 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 uh, that vision of simplicity as well. Right. It's like anybody can say, okay, so I'm going to just practice simple. It's a big idea. And I think it, I can say that it's, um, I'm glad I had that early vision, but it isn't, it isn't 
it doesn't mean that there hasn't been challenges, right? It's like, it's been an effort, you could say, to, to construct a space and, a, and have certain systems that support the simplicity. So um, that, that's definitely an evolution. Well, so far it took me three years to get to where I am now. And it's the, the systems to go, oh, wow, refine, 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 refine. Right. And now I'm like, right. okay, now that I've reached this place, what's that next evolution for me now? Like what's the next thing look like? Because I know it's not just this forever, like what I'm doing at the moment, but I do know it's yeah. kind of like, you yeah. know, let's just see where life, life flows. But it's like this big idea of yeah. being simple. And, um, yeah, and I loved what you said. It's like. It's got its it's it's got its challenges. It's not as you know, man. It's got its challenges, and I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, life is going to show you where you where you have hangups or where you still have, you know, um, we in chiropractic. What do we call those? Like little subluxation patterns that are these little unconscious programs that are running that are really that those have to be seen before you know mm -hmm. things can become you know actualized in that in that way. So. Um, but for me, that's best done through just really occupying and, and being, being fresh and being in the moment and, and, and same thing, just showing up and being fully there in the moment. And that has the best way of really, um, you know, bringing you closer towards that goal, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Um, can I, can I ask, it's like, is there some being in the moment? It's like, either what does that feel like look like is there anything you do to be in the moment is that something that you wish to share it can be shared right well i guess when you're that's a funny thing right when you're when you're really in the moment is there is there such a thing as thought is there such a thing as ah, i'm here i'm in the moment mm. i mean the, the the closest the closest thing that can really um point to you being in the moment is saying that I'm here, right? But even that is after the fact. So really being in the moment is, 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 is really like the thing our, our founders of chiropractic said is like, that's something. And that something is really, is that something, uh, you know, is it, is it, is it, what is it, it you know? Mm. And that's, you can say present time consciousness, but really that's just a word, but, but really that something is really a fullness of, of, of presence and that fullness of presence is really in emptiness. So mm -hmm. um, I think we all have certain practices and certain things that we we do or we engage in that, that prepare our minds to, to kind of dissolve into that space, that space you could call emptiness. And uh, yeah, I think that the, the beauty of, of, of what we do as chiropractors, I mean, just the full, embodiment of chiropractic it's like we're there's a physical component to it there's a mental component to it and obviously there's this you could call a spiritual component to it which is really um our orient orientation to life in 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 every moment so um with all of those different pieces there's the possibility of 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 that all of those things culminating into a single practice right and um so regardless of what you're doing you can always be in that be in that same uh, space. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I deviated a little bit from know, it, what it, you were. It, 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 it's it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Um, 
I like it because it's for me. So I've moved into nature, right? And it's really interesting. I'm out in the middle of pretty much of nowhere. Like there's no sound, there's no cars, like no cars, no traffic lights, nothing. And um, like if I wanted mm. 110% to be off the grid, I could. Like there's all these options, right? And the funny thing is it's being here, I just realise how much thought actually accumulates in my head and it's the idea of just kind of sitting and being. And, and I did this 100-day, like I meditated for up to one to two hours a day, right, for 100 days in a row. And then I did this 10-day vow of silence to, to kind of go, I need to be in the moment. And then one of my friends said to me, Therese, you know, you just, just you living is being in the moment. And I went, oh, my goodness. Yes, it is. Yeah. At one stage, yeah. I had to do all this stuff. And at the same time, I'm so glad that I actually went through that journey to get me to the other end to go, oh, I'm just here. And that's actually yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually being. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, that's, it's interesting. I just, yeah, it's interesting. So I kind of. Well, it's a classic, classic thing, right, where we try to um, kind of compartmentalize, you know, um i mean take chiropractic for example like when we're 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 tuning into somebody's system and we're checking in with their system to where we put our hands on their system whatever that looks like for each practitioner and then you know the beginning the middle and the end like where's the beginning where's the middle where's the end so it's like where's the the preparation where's the adjustment happen it's like where is that right so that's kind of that's kind of how I see chiropractic as really, you know, chiropractic life, whatever you want to call it, family. There's ideally, um, or can there be a can there be this place where there's really no division? There's no division between them, and, and your practice isn't something, you know, you do before doing something else. But at what point do they eventually merge to where you're 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 always in it, and you're also in it in the midst of like complete and total disturbance, right? Mm. so um yeah that's a big one for me you know it's like just yeah what does that what does that look like what does that look like can we just explore that a bit more john that's really fascinating the idea of when you know the beginning the middle and the end um can we just explore that a little bit more i have i haven't so i haven't asked that question for myself and i haven't heard it in that way before and it's actually quite intriguing is that something we can expand on um yeah we can expand on that in different contexts i was just using it in terms of of i guess we have those questions for ourselves as practitioners i mean regardless of your of your medium or whatever type of healing arts you're involved in whatever that is but I mean there's like a so-called starting point and there can be a you know a protocol for what that starting point is and and this is the middle point and there could be a protocol for that middle point and then okay here is the application of the you know the 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 thing and then this is the end right so um I guess what I'm getting at is the more I've observed over time is that there's not a clear, there is no division in any of those things. And, and in fact, our educated mind um, can only invent ideas, you know, these arbitrary like beginnings and middles and ends. But, but the realistic uh, sense I have is that there's, there's really, um, 
it's just this continuous or what it, there's there's this there is this continuity but the mind creates this kind of discontinuity and and can that be questioned altogether right can that whole can that whole you know piece or that whole faculty be questioned altogether and when you question it and you start to look at it um does something start to change in the way that that that, that you the way that you you do things and the way that you orient to, to whatever you're doing right mm. and and that's what i'm saying that, 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 that there's some sort of dissolution that happens and you're um just in this space of like right now like there's only the appropriate action right now and it's like um i wasn't meditating and now i'm in the waking state it's like no there's not a division that, that really the idea of meditation or the idea of mindfulness or the idea of of being in in a one-pointed intention it's just you know it's 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 can it be continuous right and and uh and can it can it is it practical does it does it, is there the um right can we really rely on that to be um the appropriate tool for every everything that we're doing right mm -hmm. I just, um, when, when I asked you to share, it's like the penny dropped for me. It's like always for me, how I interpret it anyway, it's like this idea of, you know what, the bigger picture of things. It's like, there's so much that's actually going on, just being in it as opposed to trying to analyze it. And as opposed to trying to, you know, trying to figure it all out, it's just be in it because there's something greater that's actually happening. Wow. Just need to sit with that for yeah. a minute. That was pretty cool. Yeah, you know, and and coming back to that that end result, like we're asking if somebody is to ask, well, it's like, um, you know, there's it's like, well, there's effort, effort until there's no longer effort, or there's there's this there's this you can say this intention before it becomes kind of an effortless flow. So, what is the right effort to apply to kind of move into that direction of of being in that just like nowness all the time? So. Um, so I coming back to this, you know, what is the end result or what is this, this arrival point for, for those that have, you know, you know, let's say been in practice or have had a lifetime of, of experience. And then the end result is this thing we call simplicity. Then, then how do I make simplicity a practice or how can, so simplicity becomes my, my, my practice or I apply effort. My effort is in that direction of, of, of practicing simplicity in everything that I do, right? And becoming aware of where I have kind of these entanglements where my, where, you know, my educated has made things more complicated or why they seem so complicated or why do I withdraw from those things or why do I, you know, move away from those things? So, mm. yeah. Right. Can we um can we shift this and well actually no can we flow this into let's shift uh, let's shift yeah talk about what how I had how... getting my getting my wiggle getting my wiggles out Therese are oh, you getting the wiggles out what are the wiggles we, oh we got to get our wiggles out okay <laughs> so we get to the we get to the real good stuff yeah. Oh, the no. real good stuff okay fair enough um I want to talk about no I'm um, just an, I'm just I'm just Okay. I was just, I'm just, I'm just admiring your courage to, to have me on here and not have, uh, you know, have a, 
a list of questions and, and, uh, and have an agenda. It takes a lot of courage, especially today. So okay. yeah, that's what I mean. We get our wiggles out by just, okay. right. You just show up. You just show something up. May happen. Something may happen. So may happen. Yes. Before I lovingly um, said Numea, which is, um, but I'd like to know more about Numa. Um, and okay. and I think that the flow here is because it's it's having a conversation with you and seeing what shows up is is so profound. And I think for me, it's it's so inspiring, John. It's like wow, this is this is what it's about, and this is what it's about for me right and it's like and I'm like if there's someone else that's out there that's searching this I'm like boom here it is and so I want to and I I know that you offer the courses for NUMA and um I have I actually have seen them because at one stage I was contemplating to come over to do them and then it's like you know when I when it happens it happens so yeah come on well yeah you know when international borders and you know when, however life looks like, yeah, yeah. and I'm, and I'm ready. No, to it sounds out. like you're in a good place. I'm ready to come out and play. And I, and I want, I want yeah. to, what is NUMA? And that is, that's the name of your clinic too, isn't it? Yeah. You know, that kind of, yes, yes. Yeah. What does that word mean? Can we start? That's the name of uh, NUMA. Yeah. Well, it isn't, I didn't make it up. I was like everybody else. You know, when you're going through school and you're trying to um, find that one word that that uh, encompasses and kind of yeah. embodies and holds in an authentic way, kind of the the you know what you what you um, hold near and dear and what you you know what you see um, what you see what you do what you see it to be right so. Um, yeah, it's funny. I had I had a certain name for my practice all through school, and it was so funny. It just it just changed at the at the very end, and I was like left with nothing. And so um, I don't know. It just kind of arose, whether it was somebody spoke it, or I read it, or or whatever. But it, it just kind of landed in my lap, and and I and I um, was gifted it right. And it just so yeah. happens to you know represent you know breath, Numa's breath. And Numa is also, you know, the breath of life. And so I felt like that was a beautiful um, thing that really points to this deeper thing that we do as, as you know, holistic or practitioners, as, as vitalistic chiropractors. Um, so it's been expanding for me ever since. And, and it's really, like I say, I just feel very, really, um, yeah, lucky that I get to get to um use that because i feel like it, it really holds it's a larger idea than 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 my educated can grasp and so my educated is still kind of catching up to the to the bigness of of what that is but really what is the significance of the breath right and and uh and it's it's a beautiful thing for, for um describing what we do in chiropractic in terms of movement and and uh and the breath and 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 all that so yes it's so interesting i think um when i was a student like i love this demartini quote it was like you know you inspire like your first inspiration and your last inspiration it's like that's pretty much life right it's all about this thing of breath 
and um, I've been doing yeah. these. And it's really funny. So my frame's kind of petite and small, right? And people look at me and go, so I'm, I'm just going to share a story. I know I'm going off tangent, but this is to, to, to share about breath. Um, I find it so intriguing. Um, so there's this particular type of um, exercise I was doing and it was it's called Persian yoga, but it's not kind of the traditional yoga per se. It's where you have like these big 20 kilo shields and these things, meals, like which look like bats. And it's like the old warrior fighting of the old Persians, you know, and it's like you pick up these like big stainless steel arrows and you're like, you know, moving around. And if you look at me and it's like if I, if I, I try to pick it up, it's like I cannot, right? It's like it is physically heavy for me to do. Now, if I am to lie, if I'm to lie and then someone gives me it, right, the shields, I actually start breathing. And I just want to talk about breath for a moment. And I start breathing and I start breathing from my pelvis because for some reason I think breath starts from the pelvis. And, and I recently found it's also called the pelvic diaphragm, not necessarily the pelvic floor. And as this breath up, yeah. comes up, I am doing all these movements, okay? Now, as soon as I mentally go into that breath, then it's like everything actually drops. So I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm actually not doing it. Someone else is like so this breath, so to speak, or me kind of focusing on this breath. And it's like you hear stories of people when they're in that, um, like they're in danger or there's a fire and they go in and they pick up the heaviest thing or they lift a car to save someone. And it's just like, and whereas they wouldn't actually physically be able to do it. So breath, like the idea of breath for me, it kind of really excites me because it's, wow, it's, yeah, I get it. Like there's the breath that for me, I just go, I'm breathing. There's these lungs, but then there's breath and it's, um, yeah, it's really exciting. I just, I just wanted to. Yes. Yeah. You go on and on. It's like, it's like, yes. Yeah. The, the practical, the practical impl implications of the breath and how the breath it, you know, it's subtle, the subtle implications of the breath and how that connects into the, into the entire cosmos and the whole, you know, creative unfoldment. It's really amazing, right? Mm. So, yeah, incredible. And, and, in our, and in our own chiropractic um, paradigm, this thing we call tone, right? And Ooh. tone is, is, is also an aspect of the breath, right? Tone is an aspect of of, uh, of the breath, the breath is also sound. And so it's this beautiful, beautiful thing. I've never put those two together, John. That we can, oh we can uh, on and on and on. Just had an aha moment. I've never put those yeah. two together. That was pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, so I guess the... <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, what came up for me is when you were, you know, you were bringing up the examples of, you know, when somebody handed you the weight, like what was the, what was the, that, what was the prior limitation that was no longer there that allowed you to, to do that? Or what was the, the limitation that was removed when the person was able to lift the car off of the, you know, the person that had the, the car fall on the leg when they were changing the tire or something. It's like, right. So um, that's really cool too. Okay. Can we, can we, can I just explore this a little bit more? That's when you ask that question. It's, I know that it's like, right now I'm stepping into it. And it's, um, mm -hmm. it's like, have you ever done fire walking? No, I haven't done that. No. Okay. Mm -mm. I remember when no. I, 
so I, I did it and um, I was told, like, they have this whole preparation for it, right? And that knocked me out. There was so much stuff that I didn't even do any of the preparation, but then it was like, right, now we're fire walking. Next thing you know, I'm like the first one and I just do it. And it was just like, man, it was like when I was ready mm. to actually step into it. So it feels, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to share that. Anyway, well, John. Well, I mean, it should, shouldn't, shouldn't that be the focus of our studies as practitioners, these, these things, instead we've, we spend 90, 90% of our time studying, you know, how joints move and things like that. But it's like, what about this invisible, this invisible thing that is really, um, it's right there at the forefront of our, our, our experience. And we, you know, in chiropractic, we talk about this, this thing we call innate intelligence, right? And it's like, what's the actual physical uh, reference point for, for that? <laughs> and maybe it has something to do with, with well, what you were describing. Is this, is, and is this the reason, so the reason why you actually now, now oh, the reason why there's the, the teachings of the Numia and you teach practitioners and the Tao, is this how this actually came to be? Because I know for me, um, I'm one who seeks that for me in my practice. And um, yeah. Um, what was your question again? So the question is, is this, is this is, something, is this something that's kind of driving, driving that? Yeah. Is this something that, yeah, yeah. is this how like, the, the yeah. Numa roots and the Tao actually developed for you or came to fruition? Um, for sure. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, I think is just having that, that, um, that, you know, when I think we're first and foremost, I think we're struck, we're struck with the, we're struck with, with some sort of experience or some sort of impression that we um, received, whether it was through the hands of a, of a practitioner or whether it was in a moment where we were in a place of readiness and re we received um, and in, in the chiropractic context, we received the teaching. We really received the bigness of the, of the big idea. We received the big idea of the, the force behind the, the, you know, the, the physical force application, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and just a little taste of that, I think for me, it, you know, set me in motion and, um, and really wanting to, to, to explore that and to, and to actualize it, right? And to really see what does it actually look like to, to fully um, express or to fully um, transmit the entirety of the, of the teaching or the entirety of that, of that impression or that feeling that you received. And, and, and uh, um, so how do you go about bringing that into your conscious awareness or into your conscious um into your conscious practice right mm -hmm. so um so that's what the courses have become right is, is an is an attempt to to explore some of those concepts or you know explore some of those ideas or what i just said or to explore the idea of of whether or not you know this is just a concept right is it just a concept? Is there, is there, is there really, 
encoded in these um, interactions we have with people, the entirety and the fullness of the, of the, of the teaching, right? The energy and the information that's really consistent with, and you know, with the teaching, is it, is it, or is it just a concept, right? Like is human touch really as powerful as we say it is, or is it just a concept? Is it really just stimulating, you know, the nervous system, but it's not actually having this restorative effect on, 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 on the whole being, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think, I think as, as chiropractors are really earnest and sincere, sincere practitioners, it's like, just like artists that we're looking to, to, you know, we're putting that to the test and it just so happens the sincerity of putting something to the test also makes those things more possible because of something that happens from th- that's just born out of that, that state of sincerity, right? So something, something is, is potentially released or felt by those that we touch when we're in that state of, um, you know, in that kind of relationship with life where we're, we're deeply investigating life and we're, we're sincerely trying to apply um, these principles in action non-verbally, right? And, and, uh, and again, yeah, is it just a concept? It's like, <laughs> like, is it really its meaning? Does it have inherent meaning? Does it really have inherent meaning? So um, I've often said, you know, and as a chiropractor, it's like if, if this thing that we do, this art, this art of, of placing our hands on people and, and, and checking their system and, and introducing certain forces into their system, if that doesn't have a certain inherent quality to it, and if it doesn't have this, um, and if it doesn't match the, the promise of, of, of the, you know, the, of the, of the chiropractic philosophy, then I want nothing to do with it, right? You want nothing to do with it. You can, you can find, you can find meaning and connection doing all kinds of other things, you know? So for me, I, I have, I trust that, that it, that it does, it does have inherent meaning. It's not a concept, but there is inherent power behind, behind, um, touch behind you know the chiropractic adjustment and when when uh when conditions are 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 such and the and the and the the timing and the rhythm is is right and whatever that you're doing that something is born out of that something something comes out of that so so coming back to the teaching i guess the the courses are 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 kind of an attempt to to create a safe environment for us to explore some of these things right and for people to come and, and to trust that that they're being guided to potentially have their own experience, right? So they can unleash themselves as, as their own, as their own, you know, their own expression or as their own artist and 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 to to take it in their own way. Hmm. Really got from the from the Dow that I did was uh, for me it was more really dance with the moment it's like this is how we dance with the moment this is how we dance with the adjustment and then it's let's create um it was all about creating and let's see what was wanting to be created with that dance or like kind of dancing and, and like you know the creation is, is is coming and that's what that's what the just that's what it felt like for me um, yeah, when I attended, when I attended the Dow, so I, I really, really enjoyed it. It was like, wow, like this is a totally different 
dance 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 is that and then it's like and then there's a lot of spirals that's a totally different conversation for another day um but then it was yeah it was just really interesting to really dance with the moment and when you're talking about that art like I, I, for me, it's like we're artists and we're allowing our expression to come through. So anyone who provides that space to go, let's see what we're going to create, I just think, I, I think is amazing and I honour that so much and I'm ready to partake in it and go, yeah, let's see what we're going to create. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you're providing yeah. a space for us to collectively create and you're allowing us to actually create ourselves so we can then do what it is that we need to do. So... I really enjoyed it mm-hmm. and I really enjoy it. <laughs> mm. well, that's great. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. It's really nice to hear that. It's like, and, and by no means do I feel like it can be defined, you know, just like, yeah, just like, uh, you know, the, you know, the NUMA seminars and the Tao. it's like, can it really be defined? And if it can, it's really, it's not that. And it's become, it's become this uh, really this, which to me is a, is a major impediment in all the healing arts is this thing we call technique, right? Mm-hmm. And people ask, you know, what is your technique? And it's like, me. you know, <laughs> yeah, what is, your te- <laughs> what, is, what is your technique? And to say, and if you don't have a technique, does that mean that you're just some belligerent, like, yeah. you know? So yeah. it's, a, it's a really, a really funny thing. So I guess the, yeah. the, uh, the attempt of the seminars is to, um and just the 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 preparation prior to these things if you're in that role of sharing and teaching if you want to call it that is is really um to put words to the to the to what you may experientially see and um and try to um, provide a language and a, and a and an accurate pointer to some of these things that are not so objective right and and uh and that's a that's a great challenge for for me at least is to really bring um you know to bring a language to this to some of these subjective um ways of being with with what we do right and and uh yeah I think that's interesting. It's this idea of, so how we know how to communicate is by, you know, uh, what you call it, talking and writing. And that's that's what we're right, right. trained, right? And then it's like having a language for something that, um, uh, like it's either, I don't want to say creating a language, but, you know, having a language for an experience, it's like, man, does that totally take away the actual experience because you're putting a language to it. And so I think it's really interesting, the idea of um, sometimes it's like there is no language to it. We can kind of see, we can observe a structure, we can observe some things um, and then, um, yeah, like, I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, for me, I find that the most accurate way of pointing at something is is uh, whether you have the words to convey it or not. If you're if you're conveying it, you know, with with imperfect words, but you're compa- conveying it with the fullness of your experience, people 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 get it. Beautiful, you know. Really so I guess that, that's the idea. Mm. Um, that is right. It's a process. It's a, it's a, it can be a lifetime to ever even 
be able to fully describe maybe what you've what you see or what you sense and and uh, and that's okay so mm. wow it's beautiful anyways yeah that's wow. good it's like a solid moment there i'm like ooh, let's take that one in <laughs> um, so john as we wrap this up i'm just mindful with the time as well um okay what would you so anything yeah let's, let's let's how are we gonna wrap this up let's see what comes up here because this could be another 20 minutes <laughs> so how, i guess uh yeah. i guess i guess uh Therese, i was just kind of feeling for who might be who might be the ones uh um drawn to listen to this and is it is it chiropractors is it naturopaths is it is it pregnant mothers is it what what is it so yeah. um in a way of i think we've kept it very general and yeah. and and so that it can apply to anybody who who is listening to this so um well you do yeah. allied health professionals primarily at the moment it will be majority yeah. of the chiropractors um it will also yeah. be people it, who um, who attend clinic. So there'll be a small population of people who, who actually do practice in the sense of, um, of, mm -hmm. of being in the practice. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, and then wider than, um, you know what, I don't know, there may be one person who listens to this and dramatically, uh, and you know, something beautifully shifts, or there can be a thousand people who listen to it. Um, but primarily at the moment, um, and who's, who's not to say where this goes, John? No one knows, right? Who knows? It doesn't knows? matter, right? Um, you remember the you remember the classic BJ BJ said, "You never know how what you say or do will affect millions of lives tomorrow yeah, or whatever." I mean, far-reaching can actually what you say, do you think can go? Um, yeah, primarily, and to us to answer your question, but even but even that, primarily, <laughs> even then, yeah, keep going. What were you going to say? Even then, oh. um yeah, so even that intention of like, oh, well, who am I going to influence? Or there's this idea that I'm going to affect millions of lives by just interfacing with this one person. Like even that can become uh, a limitation. So who knows where that thing was, where that came from and who BJ was saying that too, right? Because okay. that too can become a limitation. So. Sure. Who knows? Okay. Well, to answer and now to give you a specific <laughs> and to limit it, it's uh, primarily at the moment we do have chiropractors and chiropractic students and they're everywhere. So primarily from, oh no, they're actually everywhere. So everywhere around the world, whoever wants to access it. Mm. Come again. Did you ask me a question? <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> no, I didn't ask your you question. Is there, was there, was I your question who's actually listening and apart from going anyone could be listening then i went let's just totally limit this and so i went it's uh, it's primarily at the moment it's chiropractors okay, yeah 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 got it got it yeah yeah so how do we want to end this what's uh, what's the um what's the uh you know let's take it to let's take this where where you know you know when you open up when you open the up the, the whatever your sacred book is you know mm. whether it's like um you read the introduction and it's like you read the full 900 pages and you come back to the very beginning 
So it's like, and, and as a chiropractor, it's like, you know, whatever you, whatever you do, it's like, do you have a, a premise under which you operate or what that you are working with that you um, refer to that you um, is a continual reference point. So in chiropractic, it's like, we have this thing we call the major premise and regardless of, 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 uh, what that is for you. And maybe you should have your own major premise for, for your life. And, and, uh, for me, that's the continual, um, reminder for my educated when it's in a place of, uh, not knowing or unknown or is, you know, come back to the premise and you say, well, what is the premise? Right. Mm -hmm. So, well, maybe I should investigate what is the premise? What is the premise of what you do? Some people call it the why, but what is the premise? And, 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 uh, so that keeps, that keeps me centered regardless whether I'm in the beginning, the middle or the end, come back to the premise and the premises is always there. And the more we can identify and start to, um, actively participate in the premise, then, then, you know, that's good. Mm. And are you talking about um, the you were talking about the chiropractic premise there? And do you have your own? Is there something that you you you're willing to share your own premise? Um, well, <clears throat> what do we say in chiropractic? We say that there's this there's this there's this universal intelligence or this universal force, and and uh, we haven't defined it or given it like human characteristics but it's, it's responsible for the, the coordination and, and upholding the, the, the organization of, of everything, including our own life, right? And something that I've, you know, pondered over the years is like, how do I, how do we make one, the chiropractic philosophy, a living philosophy, which is not just a, a memorizing these 33 principles or one principle or whatever it is, but really turning those 33 principles into, you know, active um, contemplative meditations or practices that, that really um, turn the mirror around on oneself, right? To where you are the, the subject of investigation, right? So where are you in, in that major premise? So, um, as chiropractors, I feel that we all have some sort of um, connection to this premise. Otherwise, we wouldn't have chose this path. You know, I think other holistic practitioners that similarly work with this idea that there's this invisible network, there's this invisible um, intelligence that regulates all things, right? And the degree to which we've come to know or come to um, recognize that in our own lives i think uh you know one thing start to change so so that's for me something to come back on it's like are you separate from are you separate from that are you separate from that and and in the midst of whatever you're going through right can you use that as 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 your guide or as as uh as the the thing that you you return to again and again right regardless of where you are, so.
so that can be a place to start, right? Whatever, uh, whatever the, the premise is. And if it's a premise that says that there's this invisible, invisible intelligence that really um, communicates to us and through us from moment to moment and is, you know, spontaneously in right action all the time, then I should be able to refer to that in all, in, in all times, right? Under all circumstances. Right. So, um, yeah. That was beautiful. I'm speechless. That was really beautiful. Just <laughs> rambling here. No, I'm just, oh, I'm breathing it in. So, I like it. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, well, <clears throat> well, with that, John. I think it's perfect. But I'm really, I'm really, uh, I'm really happy for where you're going with this, and um, I'll say that I've had several, several folks reach out and want to, to do things like this, and I usually say no, not because I don't like them or anything. It's just like, uh, wow. It felt, it felt <laughs> nice. It felt nice and easy to say yes, and let's sit down and have a little. It's just a chat. Have a little chat. I love it. Yeah, yeah Therese, what's, what's this about? I'm like kind of don't really know but i know without really knowing so if you want to rock up great <laughs> well i actually really appreciate it john um yeah. i'm actually just going to stop the recording yeah, yeah. one moment i'm going to stop the recording yeah no worries <laughs>